Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of actinomycosis found under the infectious disease section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 40-year-old woman presents to her gynecologist for discomfort after having an intrauterine device implanted. She has noted some yellow-tinged fluids when wiping, reports feeling some irritation, and had a low-grade fever. On physical exam, yellow fluid is noted draining from the cervical os. A pap smear is done, which reveals branching filamentous gram-positive rods. Let's continue with an introduction to actinomycosis. Remember that actinomyces israeli is considered an anaerobic, branching, filamentous gram-positive rod that produces yellow sulfur-colored granules, and it is typically transmitted through direct contact with the bacteria. Conditions that are associated include cervicofacial actinomycosis. With regards to epidemiology, males are affected more often than females. The most commonly affected areas are the face and neck, however it may also cause pelvic inflammatory disease. Risk factors include poor oral hygiene, such as having dental caries or a dental extraction or procedure, as well as dental trauma and intrauterine devices. In terms of the pathogenesis, remember that an anaerobic environment in an abscess cavity allows the bacteria to flourish. Moving on to the presentation, Symptoms include a mass on the face or neck. On exam, one may note a fever, facial actinomycosis, which presents with a non-tender indurated mass, as well as sinus tracts that may drain thick yellow pus and may contain sulfur granules. And in cervical actinomycosis, the patient may have draining yellow pus from the cervical orifice. In terms of further studies, labs should be obtained, which may include a tissue biopsy, culture, or pap smear. It may specifically demonstrate gram-positive branching rods that are not acid-fast. And on microscopy of the draining pus, one may note yellow granules filled with bacteria. When making the diagnosis, remember that most cases are diagnosed clinically. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about nocardiosis, with distinguishing factors being that this will present with a weakly acid-fast anaerobic branching filamentous gram-positive rod. It primarily causes pulmonary infections that can spread to the central nervous system. One can remember the treatment for the two diseases with the mnemonic SNAP. This stands for sulfa for nocardia and actinomyces use penicillin. With regards to treatment, conservative options include improved oral hygiene. This is indicated for all patients. Medical options include penicillin, which is also indicated for all patients, as well as tetracyclines, which is indicated for patients with penicillin allergies. Operative options include surgical drainage or excision, This is indicated for all patients along with antibiotics. Complications related to actinomycosis include fistula formation and scarring. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that it is slowly progressive over weeks to months and it may relapse even after treatment. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to actinomycosis, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 65-year-old man presents to the physician with a concern for several lumps on his jaw. He has a history of dental caries and admits to maintaining poor oral hygiene. On physical exam, he has three non-tender and indurated masses at the angle of his jaw that are draining thick yellow pus. Microscopy of the drained pus reveals yellow granules filled with bacteria. Which of the following medical treatments is indicated for this patient's condition? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Amoxicillin clavulonate Choice 2. Ciprofloxacin. Choice 3. Dapsone and rifampin. Choice 4. Penicillin. Or choice 5. 
trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole. The best answer to this question is choice four, penicillin. This patient with an oral abscess draining yellow pus with granules most likely has an infection with Actinomyces israeli, which is treated with penicillin. Actinomyces israeli is a gram-positive filamentous non-acid fast anaerobic bacterium that is found in normal oral, reproductive, and GI flora. Actinomyces causes oral and facial abscesses that drain through sinus tracts and produce yellow sulfur granules. These can be seen in drained pus. Risk factors for actinomyces infection include poor oral hygiene, including dental caries, and a history of dental manipulation or trauma to the mouth. The medical treatment of choice is penicillin or tetracyclines for patients with a penicillin allergy. Patients will also require surgical drainage or excision for operative management. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Amoxicillin clavulane is used to treat mucosal infections caused by Haemophilus influenza. This is a gram-negative rod that can cause epiglottitis. Choice 2. Ciprofloxacin is used to treat infection with Pseudomonas aeruginosa, which is an aerobic gram-negative rod that can cause skin infections, otitis externa, osteomyelitis, and pneumonia. Choice 3. Dapsone and rifampin are used to treat tuberculoid leprosy caused by Mycobacterium leprae, an acid-fast rod and characterized by hairless skin plaques. Choice 5. Trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole is used to treat infection with nocardia, a gram-positive filamentous acid-fast aerobic bacterium that causes pulmonary and cutaneous infections. Finally, a bullet summary. Penicillin is used to treat actinomyces israeli infection. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 38-year-old female presents to the emergency department with difficulty eating. She reports that over the past week, she has had increasing difficulty chewing her food and progressive pain in the left side of her jaw. This morning, she was unable to close her mouth for several minutes after taking a bite of her breakfast. Two months ago, the patient had a root canal of one of her left molars. Her past medical history is significant for hyperlipidemia, mild intermittent asthma, and type 2 diabetes mellitus. She has never smoked and has 10 to 15 alcoholic drinks per week. She works as an aide at a nursing home. Her temperature is 100.8 degrees Fahrenheit or 38.2 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 133 over 74. Pulse is 105 beats per minute and respirations are 14 breaths per minute. On physical exam, there is a bluish hue to the skin on the lower left side of the patient's face. A 3 by 4 centimeter non-tender mass can be palpated inferior to the angle of the left mandible. A thick exudate is draining from an opening in the skin. Gram stain of the exudate demonstrates sulfur granules. Which of the following is the treatment of choice for this patient? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Ampicillin sulbactam Choice 2. Clindamycin Choice 3. Metronidazole Choice 4. Penicillin Or Choice 5. Trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole The best answer to this question is choice four, penicillin. This patient presents with fever, trismus, and cutaneous drainage of sulfur granules in the setting of a recent dental procedure, which points to a diagnosis of cervicofacial actinomycosis. The treatment of choice is penicillin. Actinomyces is a gram-positive filamentous rod that causes a cervicofacial infection after direct inoculation during a dental procedure or trauma. It typically presents in an indolent fashion over a time course of weeks to months in which a hard, 
indurated mass evolves into multiple abscesses that drain through sinus tracts through the skin. The exudate is classically thick with small yellow sulfur granules, although it may also be serosanguinous. Since the infection spreads by direct extension, patients may complain of pain when the infection infiltrates or compresses nearby structures. Trismus may occur for the same reasons. The treatment of choice is penicillin. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Ampicillin sulbactam is the treatment of choice for pyogenic odontogenic infections, as it provides extended coverage against oral anaerobes. Although ampicillin sulbactam may have some activity against actinomyces, broad coverage is not necessary in this case because the specific causative agent is known. Choice 2. Clindamycin may be used in the treatment of aspiration pneumonia, as it has activity against many anaerobes. Although this patient has a substantial weekly alcohol intake and has a chief complaint of difficulty eating, she has no true pulmonary symptoms and her presentation is more likely related to her recent dental procedure. Choice 3. Metronidazole may be used in the treatment of aspiration pneumonia, but this patient is not complaining of pulmonary symptoms. Choice 5. Trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole is the treatment of choice for neocardiosis, which may cause cutaneous lesions in immunocompromised hosts, but it more commonly causes pulmonary or central nervous system disease. Neocardia also would not explain the granule seen on histology. Finally, a bullet summary. Actinomyces is a gram-positive anaerobic rod that presents as an indurated mass that progresses into multiple abscesses with sinus tracts draining a thick yellow exudate containing sulfur granules. The treatment of choice is penicillin and incision and drainage of the abscess. That's all for this review about actinomycosis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.